It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the dictionary. Yay! I don't know what's going on. All right. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast. I say it many times and I will say it as long as I physically can because the fact that anybody is listening to this is pretty great. Um, okay, so happy the letter D. Happy page 313. Happy August 2022. If you are listening to this around the time that this is airing, we made it to another letter. I'm so happy for all of us. This is great. Um, Yeah, yeah. I have so many thoughts in my head. Okay, well, you know, so yeah, this is the beginning of the letter D. There was a month break. Maybe some of you did not get to experience the month break, and that's really great for you. Maybe other people were really sad, like, oh, crap, there's a whole month I gotta wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just needed some time. Um, I'm actually recording this in June, uh, just to get a little bit ahead. Yeah, so that's going to be the way this goes. Why don't Why don't we talk about the words? Okay. Oh, and then the last thing is, uh, of course, uh, as I've mentioned many times, I will probably start swearing whenever the mood strikes me. Uh, and so you can tell me what you think about that if you want. There's all the con- the, uh, the the contact info is in the show notes. The first word in this first episode of the letter D is the letter D. (laughs) It's just pronounced D. It's the first form. It's one single lonely letter. It is a noun from before the 12th century. Yes, the letter D is very, very old. Hundreds of years old. Uh, The plural would be Ds, D-S, with or without an apostrophe. Sometimes it's capitalized. One A, the fourth letter of the English alphabet. That's what it is. One, two, three, four, A, B, C, D. There it is, right in the number four spot. One B, a graphic representation of this letter. And uh, I'm pretty sure that every single letter so far, A, B, C, have all started with those same two things. The this letter of the English alphabet, the graphic, graphic, graphic representation of this letter. And then we have one C, a speech counterpart of orthographic, and then it shows the letter D. So I guess that's the, the sound that you make representing the letter D, is D. Number two, 500. And it says to see the number table. So this is uh, what we call Roman numerals. The capital D is 500. I think I have heard that they do sometimes use lowercase letters for numbers too, but maybe maybe not. I'm not sure. I know we've, we've got M and D and X and L and I and V, and I think those are the only ones. Yeah, I, th- I just think it's so fun that they created a whole number system with just letters. Three... The second tone of a C major scale. Huh. I I think that's... I mean, couldn't they... I don't... It seems highly specific. The second tone of a C major scale. I mean, yes, that's true. But couldn't they just say, like, one of the notes in musical 
scale? I don't know. But yes, C, D, E, F, G. I want to go H, I. Nope, but no, it goes back down to A. G, A, B, C. Four, a graphic device for reproducing the letter D. So I think that could be, uh, you know, just the letter D on like a digital screen or the, a physical, if you have to print the letter D, that thing, that physical thing to print it, I guess you could say that's, that's D. That's D right there. Number five, one designated the letter D, especially as the fourth in order or class. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've heard blah, 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 D class. I don't know what would use D class, but there are things that use D class and uh, maybe I don't know what they are. But yeah, I, I assume that uh, A class would be the top one. And then you go down, down, down until you get to D. Number six, A, a grade rating, a student's work as poor in quality. You get a D in a class on a test on a something. And yeah, it's not uh, considered real great. It's below average according to what people say. Some, some schools, they use E after D. Some use F after D for fail. Um, you know, they, they, they basically mean the same thing. I do think it is very odd that we skip, like I, I didn't have the letter E in a grading thing. I think it's funny that they skip the letter E, but F does make sense for fail. So maybe we need to adjust. Maybe we need to have all the letters, all the, the six letters, A, B, C, D, E, F, and then we can uh, adjust these a little bit. But then you don't have one in the center that's average. I don't think we're ever going to change it. I don't think I got any Ds. I'm pretty sure. That, that's, that, that range scared me in classes. 6B, one graded or rated with a D. And there it shows a capital D. 7, something shaped like the letter D. Specifically, a semicircle on a pool table about 23 inches in diameter for use especially in snooker. I must have seen this semicircle on a pool table before, but I can't remember. It's probably only certain pool tables that have it. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll post a picture of this D on a pool table. Um, and then how do they use how do they use this in uh, in talking about it when they're playing snooker? What are they like? Yeah, go 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 put the ball on the D or something. It's probably like that. It's twenty three inches in diameter. Number eight a. Actually, all of 8 is capitalized. There's two of them, 8A. It is the 2B definition for the word defense or defense, however you want to say it, as in play tough D. Defense, defense. And then the opposite would be O, but I don't know if they ever say O, do they? I don't know. 8B is the 4B definition also for the word defense. Defense. Let's see. That's it for that first one. There's no etymology. We don't know where the letter D came from. No, there actually is that really cool uh, evolution of the alphabet uh, chart thing. So it came from a thing. And maybe I'll post a picture of that too. I don't know what I'm going to do for a sound effect. Um, I'm trying to do just try. Oh, I had some, uh, I had some thoughts. I need to do something different. Let's, we'll do, um, do, 
Okay. Next is the second form of just the letter D, the lowercase little d. This is an abbreviation for 14 things. Number one, date. Two, daughter. Three, day. Four, dead or deceased. Five is the prefix deci, D-E-C-I. Six, degree. Seven is different because it is for penny or pence, and that is from the Latin denarius or denarii, so that's the Latin word for penny or pence. Number eight, depart or departure. Nine, diameter. <laughs> I think it's funny. We go Going back to the, uh, the snooker thing, the D has a diameter, so there's the D and the D and the D and the D and the D, all the Ds. Okay, back to the abbreviation. Number 10, differential or just differential. 11, dimensional, like three-dimensional. 12, distance. 13, dorsal. And 14, drive or driving. So technically, we had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 different words that D can be abbreviated to. But no, we're not done. We have more. What was my sound effect? It is the first form of the capital letter D. This is also an abbreviation for one Democrat with a capital D. Two, derivative, and three, Dutch, with a capital D. Yeah, if you for the Democrat one, if you're watching the news and they're talking about elections, then they'll have a little R and a little D next to somebody's name, and that says whether or not they're Democrat or Republican, or maybe it's something else, something new. We need to get more parties into this two-party system, please and thank you. Next. Woo! Okay, that is now the sound effect. I don't even know what it was before. It is the second form of capital D. This is the symbol for deuterium. D-E-U-T-E-R-I-U-M. Deuterium or deuterium. I don't know where that sits on the periodic table. We're going to learn all about that when we get to the P's because that's where the periodic table is. Whee! Next is the D prefix. Prefix? Prefix. Yes, it is just D hyphen. You can, <laughs> they show you can emphasize the D or de-emphasize the D, and that probably depends on the word that you're talking about. D, number one, dextro, oh my God, what is this word? Dextro-rotatory. dextro rotatory or rotatory no i think it's rotatory as in d tartaric acid d tartaric acid that stands for dextro rotatory tartaric acid wow okay sorry about that number 2 having a similar configuration at a selected carbon atom to the configuration of dextrorotatory glyceraldehyde. And this is usually printed as a small capital. 
So it's a capital letter, but it's a tiny one. So it's the same size as the lowercase. As in the example, D fructose. And yeah, there it's the capital D, but it's the small one, hyphen fructose. Something about similar configurations of carbon atoms and things with words I can't pronounce. Whee! Next is, okay, so this looks like it's a suffix because it's hyphen D, but it says it's a symbol. So this is used after, oh, funny. Okay, after the figure two or three to indicate the ordinal number second or third. As in the example, two D, and you would pronounce that second, or 53 D, that's the lowercase D, and you would pronounce that 53rd. Because first doesn't have a D, second, there's the D in there, third has the D, but then fourth, fifth, all those, they have like THs. So the first and the second, no, sorry, the second and the third, you can abbreviate to just the letter D, and it's a suffix because it is at the end of the number that you're talking about, the ordinal number. Did you learn something new? I hope so. Whee! Next is, what is this? It's apostrophe D. Yeah, apostrophe D. And uh, it's a, you would pronounce it, I guess, D or UD or ID. Those are a few ways to pronounce it. It's a verb from 1712, and it means a few things. Number one, synonym, had. Number two, synonym, would. Number three, synonym, did. So how can I quickly think of an example? So um, I'd, I apostrophe D can mean I had, I'd, no, I have to think of this in context. I'd do this. I would do this. So there's the number two synonym. I would do this. You're replacing would with apostrophe D. I did do this. I'd, nah, I don't know if I would use that there. We'd do this. W-E apostrophe D. You know, all those examples. Had, would, did. Whee! Next is, I guess you would pronounce it da or day, but there is no official pronunciation. It's just D-A. It is an abbreviation for a prefix, which I don't know if I've ever seen an abbreviation for a prefix. Prefix. It, the prefix, by the way, is deca. D-E-K-A. So I guess in certain contexts, you would abbreviate just that part of it to just D-A. Four letters to two letters. Wee! Next is D-A. That's how it's pronounced. All caps. First form. Noun. From 1951. The etymology looks fun. Um, D-A, it stands, the synonym is ducktail. Ducktails, ducktails. But, but that's spelled T-A-L-E, like the tales of the ducks, the stories. No, this one is ducktail, T-A-I-L, you know, the thing on the back of a duck. And this, why are we pronouncing it D-A? Where's the, what's the D-A? Well, let me tell you, it is Ducks, ass. D for ducks and A for ass. Um, and it's from its resemblance to the tail of a duck. Okay, 
So we're not literally talking about a duck tail or a duck's butt or a duck's ass, the rear end of a duck. We are talking about something else, which, okay, we can tell you, we, I can tell you when we're going to get to duck tail because it's clearly a, a specific thing. It is going to be way at the end of the D's. And it is, let's see, duck, 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 so many duck words. Uh, duck tail is going to air on May 18th, 2023, whatever that is. But it looks like a duck's ass. Wee! We have DA again, second form, abbreviation for one day's after acceptance. I'm not sure what context that would be in. Two, delayed action. Three, deposit account. Four, dictionary of Americanisms. So I guess there's a whole bunch of phrases that people say in America, and they are Americanisms, and there's a book called the Dictionary of Americanisms, and it gets abbreviated to just D-A. Five, district attorney. Six, documents against acceptance or documents for acceptance. Hmm, that could get complicated. You've got documents against acceptance and for acceptance, but they both get abbreviated to DA, so how do you know which is which? And number seven, don't answer. Please, don't answer this question. DA. Okay, next. Wee! DA, all caps. There is a forward slash, the one that leans to the right. I think that's the forward slash D slash A. Abbreviation for digital to analog. So, digital. So, I guess if you're making an analog thing from a digital thing, like maybe you're making film for a movie or a cassette tape from audio. Anything that's analog from digital, digital to analog, it's D-A. D slash A. Wee! Next is DAB. D-A-B, first form of four. Noun from the 14th century, one. A sudden blow or thrust. And the synonym is poke. In my brain, I, I don't think of poke and a sudden blow or thrust to be the same thing. A poke is just a poke. It's just a little poke poke. But, you know, maybe back in the day they, they had a different definition for poke. Dab, yeah, I guess that makes a little more sense. But we have many, many ways that we use this word these days. Two, a small amount. Just a little dab will do ya. Just a, just a little bit. Maybe maybe just a little dab of this podcast every day is just enough to get you through. Maybe a minute or two. Oh man, I forgot to do the TikTok thing while uh, while we were doing the, when I started this. Should I just do one now? Is it in the middle? How can we do that? No, we're not going to do that because it takes time for me to find a funny filter, and eh, maybe maybe later. Actually, I may have a guest on tomorrow's episode, so maybe that would be a good time to do that. Okay. Dab, a small amount. That was number two. Three, a gentle touch or stroke. And the synonym is pat. 
pat or poke. It's a dab. Number four, the synonym is daub, D-A-U-B. We'll get to that one later, not too much later. A couple weeks, maybe. A daub. Next, Ooh-wee. we have the second form of dab. This time, it's a verb from 1562, starting with transitive. Number one, to strike or touch lightly. And then again, the synonym is pat. As in, dabbing her eyes with a handkerchief. Maybe she just has a little, she's a little sad, maybe, or maybe it's happy tears, little happier sad tears. Her eyes are very watery, and she has to dab them. Number two, to apply lightly or irregularly. Oh, and this, this, the synonym is daub, D-A-U-B, as in dab paint. So you're just putting a little bit of paint. I I think of, um, you know, that guy who I can't think of his name because anytime I try and think of something, it goes away from my head. With the big fro, and he had the painting show, and uh, Ross. Ross? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of his name? Anyway, he probably put little dabs of paint on the stuff, the canvas. Now we have intransitive, to make a dab. So what, what would that be? Make a dab? Are we talking about the paint here? You know, applying lightly or maybe patting something? Is that the dab we're making? Or may, no, maybe we're making a dab, the noun. Uh, so that would be a sudden blower thrust, a small amount, a gentle touch or stroke. Dabber, that is a noun. Hoo-wee, hoo-wee. Man, I keep on going to the same sounds. Let's try something different later. Okay, third form of dab. This one's back to noun. From the 15th century, the synonym is just flatfish. They call it a dab. But we have especially any of several flounders. That's the end of the sentence. The genus name is Limanda, especially Limanda Limanda. And it says compare to the synonym or possibly antonym sand dab. Sand dab. Uh, so maybe that's a kind of flounder. Flatfish. It's a da- Why do they call it a dab? Huh. That's interesting. It just says it's from Anglo-French dab with two B's and an E. That's all I got. Wee. Next is the fourth form of dab, noun again, from 1691. This one is chiefly British, and it is a skillful person. They got all the skills, so they're a dab. There is no etymology. It says the origin is unknown. We don't know. We don't know why a dab is a skillful person. Maybe some British people have some thoughts on that. Next is D-A-B, all caps, Abbreviation for Dictionary of American Biography. American Biography. What does that even mean? Is it the biography of all of America? Is it, what is this Dictionary of American Biography? Maybe I'll post a link in the show notes so you can you can learn more about the dab. Next. It is dabble. Verb from... 
1557, starting with transitive, to wet by splashing or by little dips or strokes. And the synonym is spatter. Uh, This could also be talking about paint. You're splattering, dabbling paint on a canvas or some piece of paper or a wall or your face. But it's just splashing or just little dips or strokes. Okay, we just had the one transitive. Now we have a few uh, intransitive. 1A, to paddle, splash, or play in, or as if in water. Dabble in the water. Maybe it's a puddle. You're paddling, splashing, or playing in the puddle. 1B, to reach with the bill to the bottom of shallow water in order to obtain food. To reach with the bill. So a bird, a duck, a a thing like that that has a bill, they're putting their bill in the bottom of the shallow water to get some food. Uh, I right away think of um, flamingos because they stick their head in the water upside down uh, and they, they put their, their bill right to the bottom of the thing. They, got, they just are hanging out in some very shallow water. So they're, they're dabbling. Number two, to work or involve oneself superficially or intermittently, especially in a secondary activity or interest, as in dabbles in art. I guess you could say I dabble in art this podcast, I'm sort of dabbling in it because it's not uh, currently my main thing. It's off to the side. I have a day job, and I just do this in nights and weekends whenever I have time. And so I, I'm just dabbling in it. I, I would like it if it was more than just a dabble. A, a dibble, maybe. Okay, dabbling in art. I think a lot of people dabble in art just for fun because we need more art. In fact, just uh, just today, my b- brother-in-law sent me a, a picture. He's at a museum, and there was a quote painted on the wall that said, from somebody, I don't know who, it said, we need more art, or we need to make more art, or create more art. And if, if you've been thinking about dabbling in art, I think you should go dabble in art. Whoop. Last word, dabbler. D-A-B-B-L-E-R. Noun from 1611. Oh, and, um, yeah, no, okay, good. One that dabbles, that is a dabbler, one that dabbles as a, one not deeply engaged in or concerned with something. So, yeah, they're just dabbling in art. It's like, it's cool, it's fine. I'm not just, I'm not deeply engaged in it. I'm superficially engaged in it. B, a duck as a mallard. Or shoveler, mallard, mallard, or shoveler, that feeds by dabbling. So yeah, that's the, that's where you put the bill in the water and you get the food. A duck that feeds by dabbling is a dabbler. Called also dabbling duck, which is very close in my brain to babbling brook. Maybe there's a dabbling duck and a babbling brook eating the food. Also, puddle duck and river duck. Those are all dabblers. A synonym for, this would be for the A definition, is amateur or amateur. You know, because they're not doing it professionally. They just dabble. Uh, Let's see. There's no etymology for that. So, the words today, they were great. They were 
D D D D D D Id Da D A D A D A Dab 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 D A B Dabble and Dabbler. Hmm. Well. Oh. Oh. And I forgot to mention there are there are more dabs. You know, these days we have the dab dance, which is where you put the one arm crossed in front of you, and then you put the other arm out, and then maybe you put your head down by the crossed arm. That's a dab. And then there is another dab thing that is cannabis-related, but uh, that's all I'll say about that. Uh, so those are the only other dab things I know of that I can think of. But we have to pick a word of the episode. So I think, I think, I think, I think, the first word of the episode for the letter D will be dabble. I think that's good. Dabble. Because it's just fun to dabble in things. Like, oh, I, oh, God, this word sounds so strange now. You know, playing in water, feeding in water, and uh, just superficially doing a thing that's fun. I hope, I hope you have a good thing that you dabble in. You're a dabbler. Dabble, dabble, dabble. We need to dabble. Dabble in art and other things. Dabble. It's a fun word to say, too. Okay. I think that is a fine place to end. Um, it's been a while since I recorded, and it's and it's been a while since I've talked about personal things going on in my life, so why not say that? Uh, there's going to be a whole lot more by the time this actually airs, but I don't know. W- what do I have to say? I'm mostly, I just talk about movies, because I like to see a lot of movies. Um, if you want to see me, if you want to see me, if you want to see what I say about the movies and more specifically the movies that i watch you can follow me on my twitter and instagram which is at speejampar s-p-e-j-a-m-p-a-r and i post about the things there oh man i've seen so many movies i don't even know where to start um i'll just quickly list some of them i've seen everything everywhere all at once three times now i saw some movies on a plane for work nine days was really good Bye Bye Morons was really good. Uh, The Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, is uh, very fun and interesting and good. And uh, it's just... Watch it and then just think about, like, what it was like for him to make that movie in the real world. Uh, That sort of broke my brain a little bit. Uh, Radio Days was really good. I'm not a fan of Woody Allen just personally, but... His movies are really good, most of them. So Radio Days was really good. Trading Places, I had never seen that. I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s, and somehow I never saw it. Uh, it wasn't really what I was expecting, but it was really good and got more serious than I thought it would. And yeah, that's a, that's a good one, and it's a good statement about corporate greed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Chip and Dale movie. If you are semi-aware of Chippendale, the, the Chipmunks, uh, go watch that movie. Uh, that was that was really good. That sort of it, it 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 was good. Yeah, I liked it. It's sort of like the Roger Rabbit world, where cartoons and other things live in the real world. And uh, yeah, I really like that one. Um, I don't even remember how far back this whole list goes, but Men, Men, that was another good one. Creepy movie, thriller kind of horror movie. But uh, yeah, that was worth watching for adults. I think everybody should be required to see that. I also think everybody should be required to see Happening, which is about 
a woman in like 1960s France who tries to get an abortion and it's very, very illegal. So that is timely for our world right now. If you've never seen The Birdcage, go see The Birdcage. I'm sorry, this totally became a thing of movie recommendations, which I have no problem with, and I hope you have no problem with either. Uh, Bob's Burgers movies, the movie, just, there's just one. They, they haven't made another one yet. That's a very silly, fun movie. The Brady Bunch movie, how did I never see this one either? Also, not what I expected, and I really enjoyed it. The Apartment, please go see The Apartment. It's an older movie, but again, very silly, but also very serious. And uh, yeah, worth watching. Everybody should watch it. I don't know. I think I've probably talked enough about these. And you know, that's it. I'm still working on pondering, thinking about having a live uh, episode of this, like with some guests, some comedians, and people to come and watch. I think that would be really fun. It's a whole thing, but maybe that'll happen, and if it does, I'll tell you about it. Okay. You probably tuned out a long time ago, and that's fine. I don't, I don't mind. I get it. You got a life. You got to go do stuff, right? Okay. Well, that is going to be the it, the it for this first episode of The Letter D. Uh, tomorrow, we may have a guest. I may actually record that tomorrow with my dad. Okay, thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what, what is, is a Star War? War? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.